Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on this Thursday edition. Looking forward to Penrith Racing this evening. That's where our live racing action will lie. Eight races there. The first getting underway at 6.22. We had Bathurst race last night. We spoke to young Jack Chappell. He tipped us into uh, Rusty McCool. He thought he was his best chance on the night. He duly saluted as well as cashed in, giving Jack another two victories to add to his tally. So a really successful night there. Bernie Hugh it again had a great night at the office backing up from last Wednesday evening another four winners on the card Matt Rue also training and driving a double so it was a successful night for a few there at Bathurst last night on that nine race so we also had the trialing session I mentioned yesterday morning uh, at Menangle uh, we had a few trialers of note go around there. Also, Peaceful was back in action, as was Captain Ritchie. A few uh, really good quality three-year-olds alongside the likes of Promised Land. So they were back in action. Doffio Kappa, last start group one place getter. He won the trot trial amongst a few other uh, trial results of note. So if you want to check those out, head to theharness.org. Website. We know a lot of the attention is focusing in on uh, Melton this Saturday evening. 12 races in total, 12 Group 1s at that. And, of course, for the Vic Bread Super Series, uh, it's an important night all in all. And there will be some New South Wales representation this year, which is good to see. Uh, Menanga will also coincide with that with their eight-race card. Uh, three more heats of the carousel. Before that, $50,000 final uh, the following Saturday evening. A good fast-class racing a Club Menangle, Sutton McMillan, free-for-all, as well as some other uh, very competitive races across that eight race card. So that's Saturday night. And the Sutton McMillan free-for-all tab market is available where Spirit of St. Louis is the odds-on favourite. Hoping to catch up with Brad Hewitt this morning because he'll play an important role in not only that Sutton McMillan free-for-all, but a few other key races on the card. He joins us for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Brad. How are you? Good, thanks, Brett. That's good to hear. I want to chat about a few key runners on Saturday night, but firstly, uh, I guess in the back of our minds was last night at Bathurst still, and you had a really nice two-year-old step out once more by the name of Humble. He's had the three starts beautifully well. Brady's got some uh, fairly successful siblings, uh, very closely related, and uh, he had one start earlier on this year, but seems his preparation, he's really stepped up, and that was a sharp win last night again. Yeah, he's going really good, Brett. Um, he's just sort of been a slow maturing type of horse. And, um, yeah, when he had his first start um, earlier in the year, he'd just sort of come to the end of his preparation. But um, he's come back a bit bigger and stronger and he's yeah, starting to put it all together now. I think I saw him in the nominations for Tuesday's Breeders' Challenge heats. Is that right? And I guess has that been his major season aim, the way that you've planned things out? Yeah, I always had it in... Um, back of our mind, this is obviously his main target this season, but um, yeah, I, I really think he, next year is going to be his year. He's, even now, he's still a gangly sort of, yeah, it's not, he's not matured um, fully yet, but um, yeah, I think he'd make a really nice three year up. Is he eligible for anything else, or is it just uh, Breeders' Challenge at this stage? Breeders' Crown, is that an option safely through that? I know we're looking into the future a little bit, but I think he's a horse we can follow. Yeah, to, to be honest, Brett, I think yeah, just um, had this 
uh, series and then, yeah, just tone him out for giving him a good sort of three or four months out and let him mature up, like I said, and I think he'll yeah, reward us later next year. Right, he looks a promising type, humble. He goes around on Tuesday at Menangle in heats of the Breeders' Challenge, as does, I believe, Captain's not great to have him back. Speaking of Breeders' Challenges, he was successful in last year's edition. He's had a few runs back from a break now. Good first up victory. And when you look at the clock uh, from his second effort when he went around in the stockade on Eureka night, he was exceptional once more. So I guess it's always a, a little bit of... Uh, nervous times when a horse is coming back from such a long layoff, but it looks as though he's still got it. Yeah, Touchwood, yeah, yeah, never yeah, like to think you're out of the woods, but um, yeah, he's, everything seems spot on with him, and yeah, his run was super that night in the Sully Run race, but his um, sectionals were sort of second. And I think one of the owners said he ran the second quickest half of the night besides in Cypher, so... Um, he, he went really good, but he's entitled to with a slowly run race. But yeah, I'm just happy to have him back at the races. All right, looking forward to seeing him go around as well. Captain's knock. Saturday night, you send a team of four to Menangle, and they all look good chances, despite a few tricky draws amongst them. The first of them is uh, your trotting majestic trio, a last start group one winner. And I just want to go back to the preparation of that race. I heard that it wasn't all smooth sailing and she was probably lucky to get to that point so that must have been very rewarding and also uh, for yourself I guess a little bit of relief after what had been a checkered campaign but nice to get a group one next to her name all in all yeah that's right Britta. Yeah, I don't know illusions not the strongest group one to go around but it doesn't say on the check either but yeah she um, had a bit of issues getting up there didn't travel all the best but um, yeah she's been fine this whole prep and um, yeah, hopefully she's in for another um, good campaign. Just the one trial that was at Goulburn in behind a few paces so probably hard to get a, a good line on where she's at but how forward is she for Saturday night? Yeah I think she's pretty ready. Like she only had uh, uh, three weeks off or something after that Brisbane run and um, yeah but they don't take long to Get up. Obviously, she'll benefit from the run, but um, yeah, I expected a really, really good race. It's an awfully strong race, probably surprisingly strong. You've got London to a brick, who, of course, is a last start group one winner himself of the Great Square. Only a three-year-old, though, so he's been chucked in the deep end. A few very much in-form horses, a few to your outside, the likes of Funky Monkey and Regal Attire, who never run bad races. And she's probably not blessed with immense gate speed. Uh, could it be a tricky gate on paper on Saturday? Uh, yeah, you just have to play it by ear. Brit, like, you never really know with um, the trotters. Like, yeah, but they, some, as you know, they say a bit sort of funny gated when the gates leave and like that can vary how good they get out. But yeah, she's versatile. She's led in one, sat in the death in one or um, yeah, she's come from behind and one of you too, so yeah, not too too fast where she loves, but um, she should be nice and handy. What does the rest of the season look like for Majestic Trio? The Inter Dominion is only a few months away, and with that Group One victory, she's guaranteed a, a spot in that final twenty-four. So, is that what you're working towards? Uh, probably, Brit. Like, um, yeah, she's not up to them top ones, but um, she's sort of that grade anyway. There's sort of no races, uh, easy races once she's. Up in that, but um, yeah, it'll probably depend on too whether um, typo goes up or not. So yeah, hopefully, um, if the pair of them are going, to be a good trip.
Speaking of typo, he has his second run back from a freshman himself uh, in that Sutton McMillan free-for-all on Saturday night. What did you make of his first up run? Yeah, I was really happy with him. He, he'd only had the one trial as well. And, um, yeah, he's a bit underdone. And uh, chasing Tom and Ames Jeffrey and like, He's going as good as any horse in the country, I think. Like, he went 48 first up there and went super again the other night. So, um, I, I was more than happy with his run. Just a bit short of a run. I expect him to be a bit more forward this way. Yeah, well, he'd only had that one quiet trial, as you mentioned, and missed the run uh, the week prior in the Lensmith Mile after not gaining a start. So, Saturday night, it's an interesting race. Bulletproof Boy is certainly... Uh, added some intrigue. He's got great gate speed and brings strong Melton form. Spirit of St. Louis is there as well. He's had uh, those two runs back from his Queensland campaign and then the likes of my ultimate Ronnie, the very much in for Mac Da Vinci drawn out wide. So have you had a look at the race shape and what are you thinking in terms of where you think you might land in this contest? Uh, yeah, not not too sure. Really haven't had a close look at it, but um, like I know the Victorian also has got good gate speed and uh, whether they'd want to be heading up to Spirit of St. Louis this week after, like, last week. But, like, he was probably in, entitled to win, given the trip he had. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not blessed with a heap of gate fair either, so I just have to yeah, come out for a bit and see what's going on. All right. Is the Victoria Cup a target race for him in the next few weeks, Typo? Uh, yeah, hopefully, Brett, as long as he's going good. Like, I think he's definitely... Um, well and truly up to him just with, with the right run I, I think he'd run a, a really good race so yeah, hopefully we can get there Alright, he goes around in race number 6 on Saturday night Twilight Bonnie is your engagement in race number 7 she tasted defeat for the first time last time out and I guess when uh, you keep winning there comes a point where there has to be another challenge and this is a big step up for her into this carousel grade but uh She's come a, a long way, seemingly, from the outside looking in in a short time, but uh, she's worth a, a throw at the stumps here, you think? Yeah, well, she's sort of just a victim of the rain system. Like she's won yeah, four in a row, some, whatever it was, and um, just shot up in grade really quick. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't want to go to the like, out to Wagga or something again. If she happened to win one, she's straight back into Saturday night grade anyway. So I think the experience to do her good just chasing a few of these better ones around but um and the longer trip probably suits her more than the the shorter trip as well so but i, I expect her to run a, a good race too she shouldn't be far away all right twilight bonnie there and good insight with the distance i think it can see a few out but it appears as though it'll suit her and in the final race anna love uh, goes around here she's had a few campaigns now in australia since you brought her across very good in her first campaign and then Last campaign, I guess a few things didn't go quite to plan, so you've given her a fresh and brought her back, and she has to overcome a pretty horrible draw. But uh, she's a mare who should do a good job uh, when she sort of, I guess, settles into the way of things here. Yeah, she sort of um, got thrown in the deep end a bit. Like she was up racing the open mares there most of the last campaign, and um, yeah, she was run, running good races without winning, but. She's just a yeah, little sit sprinter. It's got really good speed, but um, yeah, obviously going to be hard from all the way out there. Like, um, probably going to have most of the field in front of us, but um, I'm happy with the way she's working, and yeah, as long as she's finishing off, she should benefit from the run as well. 
Right, that's the last on Saturday night. Speaking of being happy with things, you must be thrilled with how the season is progressing. You've got a really good team around you, operating at a 32% winning strike rate at the moment, over 50 winners already this season. It seems as though, uh, I guess, the team's really coming of age. You're starting to get the right horses around you and you're getting the job done. So it must be a little easier to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, it just sort of never takes anything for granted. Just happy to have yeah, the good two and three year old crop this year. It's yeah, it doesn't always turn out that way, but yeah, this year you've got a fair few nice two and three year olds around the stable and yeah, a couple of nice um yeah, open grade horses as well. So yeah, you just gotta take it when it comes because it can soon change. Oh, here's hoping with the uh, new, I guess, blood coming through with those younger horses that it can continue on in that direction. Appreciate your time this morning, Brad. Good luck on Saturday night with some really good chances and some nice horses going forward. All right. Thanks for having me, Brett. Brad Hewitt joining us this morning. He's having a great season. That 34% winning strike rate is quite exceptional and he's travelling to find the right races for his horses and a lot of them are in that metropolitan grade now, which is not easy, but uh, with a mare like Majestic Trio and even uh, an open class horse like Typo, they're going to show up in some of the bigger races over the next couple of seasons, which is exciting all in all and great to have those uh, nice young horses, particularly captains, knocked back in action. Uh, He's in the nomination for Tuesday's Breeders' Challenge Heat. So the two- and three-year-old Breeders' Challenge Heats, the first of which uh, kick off on Tuesday at Menangle, which will be good to see. So we're off to Penrith this evening, as mentioned. Eight races there, the first getting underway at 6.22. Tomorrow in New South Wales, we have both Wagga and Newcastle. And then Saturday night, we'll have plenty of attention on Menangle, but also one eye on Melton for those Vic Bread Super Series races. That's on the pace for this Thursday. You'll find some winners tomorrow morning with Mick Gearin just after 10.30.